Look, you've had a long day. Your boss is annoying you. Your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do. And your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration and a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostest ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sophia with an F. No, I have not fucked an athlete before. Let's just get the hot fucking shit right out of the way. I am joined by Mike Majelic. Majelic Magellan. The fact that you just the fact that you just <laughs> did that with my name after lying about fucking athletes is is I want to walk out. The only okay. reason I'm not gonna walk out is one, I love sleuths. Shout out to all the sleuths out there. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Two, I'm at WTF Media Studios, which has burned the careers of people like Andrew Schultz, Flagrant Two, Char- like Charlotte. This is a golden place. Like I feel honored to be here. I was I was gonna get there, but you talk so fucking much, Mike. That like, do you want us to do the whole intro for me? <laughs> no, you? You lead the podcast. You fucking lead it. Ask I'm me sorry. questions. Go, go, Interview go, go. me. Yes, we're at WTF Media Studios. Subscribe. Just fucking do it. That's what you need to do, Mike. How do you pronounce your last name? And then I will get into who you are. It's Unless you want to do it yourself. It's pronounced Malak. The J is silent. Mm. It's Hungarian. I've never been there. I don't know a single Hungarian person. Okay. But the J is silent. Okay. Malak. Malak. I was going to say something. Say it. Just say it. Just fucking say it. Alex would have pronounced it properly. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, listen, I'm sorry. I'm fucking sorry, dude. Okay. Do some fucking honestly, research on your guest. Honestly, she probably would. Fucking Spotify with the cue card. They they have that shit down to a T. They do not let her fuck up shit. I'm just like a one man show. I mean, of course, I have a beautiful, amazing team. But do you think they told me how to pronounce your last name? No. No, everybody messes it up. Ever since all the way back in my T-ball days, people would would destroy it. T-ball. Yeah. What like, is that? It's, what? 
I, I don't know. What I can't work like this. What man. is T-ball? It's it's what youngsters play before they can actually hit a ball from a pitcher. They hit it off a little stand, like a little tee. Like a little plastic bat. That's wiffle ball. But. <laughs> oh, no. <clears throat> You know what? I, I wasn't planning on talking to you about T-Ball. It's Guys, fine. Mike is here, a.k.a. Hey Big Mike. You are a huge YouTuber, author, podcast extraordinaire. You are co-host of Impulsive with Logan Paul. And I'm really fucking excited to have you here. That was until you gave me some shit about the fact that I have never fucked an athlete, ever. What about a rapper? No. And if you were going to fuck a rapper, would it be a Chicago drill rapper? <laughs> would it be Cheeky? Yes, absolutely. Right. Do you know about all that? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we're going to have fun, dude. I'm pumped for this. No, man. I want to pull up my text and show you because you would be, it's alarming. He's fabulous, though. I love him. Dude, he's a legend. He's His, the best. I mean, that's Sosa. Well, you know what I'm saying? Right. But you know the craziest thing? The reason we started talking is no one is more obsessed with him than my little brother, okay? <laughs> Who's like 19. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. And he dressed up as him for Halloween. And I like posted it on my story. And then he reached out to me and was like, hey, what's up? Did he like it? <laughs> and I was like, no fucking way did he just DM me off this shit. Yeah. So love him. But I have never fucked a famous person ever. You're just used to LA girls and like you're No, not scene. really, yeah, but you're like in the space. So like my assumption was that like you you probably cross paths with but your thing is more like I feel like your thing's more like tycoons, like CEO types, like <laughs> dare I say men in suits. Like you know what I'm saying? How like, many fucking references are you gonna make? Well, I gotta I'll say this right off the bat. You don't know this yet. We taught we I, I should say we hung out last night. Okay. Until late at night. Yes. With your mom yes. and her boyfriend. It's not her boyfriend. It's a guy that she just recently started talking to, which we need to discuss. We need to do a whole recap. Whatever, whatever, whatever you want to talk about. I, so I, I posted this story of you and I, mm -hmm. uh, or of you, on my Instagram. Right. And, you know, I got a lot of people. Um, obviously, uh, this is the first time I've sat down with, with you or Alex for a podcast after the split. Mm -hmm. So I got a lot of messages that were like, yo, Team Sophia, fuck you, Team Alex. Uh-huh. And then I got a phone call this morning. Well, sorry, I got a text this morning. From? Dave Portnoy. Shut the fuck up. 10.30 a.m. No fucking way. Randomly. So, as of right now, it was simply to say, Hey, Mike, just curious if you have time to come on BFFs tomorrow at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Didn't give me any reason. Didn't give me any understanding or any kind of of anything as to why he wanted me on the show, but you know, we'll see what happens. So you think it was related to me? He wants to bring you on to like talk shit or what? Um, I should go on no, his podcast. No, no, D you 100% should do Do you, do you think show. he would have me on? I'll ask him tomorrow. <laughs> I don't want to, but like I would. Well, listen, me, uh, dude, <laughs> this has been a really tricky thing for me because as you know, I, I'm a little busy bee and I'm friends with a lot of people mm -hmm. and I try to keep my peace with everybody because that's something that I'm after in my adult life is peace of mind. Yeah. And so, you know. You have no loyalty whatsoever. I was getting there in a roundabout <laughs> way. Correct. That's exactly right. No, no, no. I do have loyalty actually to people that I that I am at, like very close with and people that I get money with. To be yes. honest with you, like yo, like you have a squad. You mm -hmm. guys, you guys work together. You win together. Those are the motherfuckers that I I don't. I won't be like, oh, well now, like, 
if Logan has an enemy, that's my enemy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like that, that that's how that's how I work. Oh, but like okay. for the entire industry, it's really hard to be like, oh now, you know, X and Y are beefing, so now I can't be friends with the you know what I'm saying? It's just really difficult. Right. But um but also listen, like I've been on BFFs a number of times. I, I love that show. I love going on it because it's a it's it's a lot of variety. Mm-hmm. They throw a million things at you. You do, you try to do the best you can with this very young age group of yeah. You know, How hosts old is that and, kid? Uh, uh, Josh is what like twenty or twenty one? Maybe he's young. And then yeah. Dave is however old. Mm-hmm. And um and so I love going on that show. And I love Dave obviously. And he's been uh, you know a, a, a trail maker, a real- trailblazer in the space. And so. And but a real I, role model. Yeah, for young entrepreneurs, yes, Sophia. For me as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 100%. Yes. For 100%. Sure. For sure. So he reached out to you, and what was your response? Absolutely, Dave. You were like, 1,000%. 1,000%. I'll be there on time for your show. Okay, so basically you're saying, I don't make you money, and like we're not that close. No, I just, I just like, <laughs> it's not that at all. Especially after last night, I feel like we turned a major, like, like I, I mean, feel you met like, my mom. It, I feel like going into last night, like it was, it, this was like a um, colleague content creator relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, midway through last night, through to like three quarters when we were like singing together, and like I thought and kind of still think we're moving into the romantic phase of this relationship. To be I, completely honest with you, right? But to your point, yes, I think I think if you were to get caught up in, oh my God, these people had beef, these people had drama, you would end up not collabing or talking to anyone. There's just petty drama across the board in the space. And honestly, like your guys thing was very real, mm-hmm. very real with like actual like factors and detrimental happenings across the board but the majority of shit that happens in the space whether it's youtube podcast uh celebrity is manufactured for viewership right there's an old saying uh um nothing pays the bills like dirty laundry what is it dirty laundry pays (laughs) the bills dirty laundry pays the bills people watch when they know there's going to be beef drama breakups yes you know resentment Yes. People being pissed off and funny. Reality TV has made and built an entire industry off that shit. Right. I have personally gone the exact opposite route in my approach to everything. I have tried my absolute best and in my personal life as well to remain somewhat non-conflicted in my relationships with other people. I still talk to my ex-girlfriend who has a child with an NBA star now. Mm-hmm. I talk to her all the time. Hey, just checking in on you, making sure you're okay. Like, you know, our our, rela- our breakup was pretty amicable and relaxed. And so that's why we're able to do that. But for the most part, people across the board, I try to remain amicable with. Because honestly, right. like all that fake bullshit, dude. And then one day they're gone and you're like, oh, wow, that was not worth it. You right. know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. I mean, when people manufacture that shit, like I get it. But after a while, it's old. It's like we get we know what you're up to. But also what i went through was very very genuine like you were saying like that shit was not manufactured i can assure you uh i don't judge or like not like people who are a fan of hers or 
are her friend or like whatever, you know? Sure. Or people like you who admire Dave Portnoy and want to suck his dick. Like I don't. I knew this was. I knew this was coming. <laughs> like, I, no, I knew this was. You're still going. a homie. You're still yeah, a homie. No, I, I just look at Dave as another, you know, um, older person in the space. I don't know how else to really say it. Mm-hmm. He's a food guy. I'm a food guy. You know, he likes sports. I, I, I just think. I just think honestly, like where I'm at in the space right now is that. I've I've been saying this just like nonstop lately. The the culture that we are lucky enough, but also forced to exist in in 2022 is the wackest culture I could ever even imagine. Like like if you had talked to me during the days of like 50 and like Dipset and all the shit that was going on in the early 2000s and like the rise of Wayne and all of these awesome movies and culture and fucking all the stuff that happened before that as far back as like Tarantino and all these like culture makers and creators and shifters to now be bathing in what is this like watered down like super social media forward culture it's really hard for me so like Dave is an older guy he gets he comes from like the same kind of like style and understanding of things that I do so yeah I relate to him and I you know like there's a lot of things that he does that I like and also he's a fucking as you know, a, a, a winning and successful business person, which is what I aspire to be. And so like, yeah, I look at Dave as a fucking mentor. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm-mm, mm-mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set. You'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now... I'll let y'all know when Sloot's giving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old, rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com. Promo code SOFIA. Should we 
talk about Dave Moore? Let's make this. Should we title? You said I want to suck his dick. I don't give a fuck what you want to talk about. I want to no, like. <laughs> he he is a very smart guy and very successful, and he you know caught on to something very early on, and yeah, he paved the way, you know, for a lot of people and for the industry he's in. Um, but I, that's so interesting. You mentioned No Country for Old Men, Quentin Tarantino. I always talk about this. Someone needs to defund Netflix. Someone needs to take mm. money away from Hulu. <laughs> like every single fucking film that's released on there is garbage. People talk about, and, and with with exception of a few, right? And some of the shows are great, but everyone nowadays is constantly talking about oh my God, they completely came around and democratized this and they democratized music and they democratized movies mm -hmm. and now anybody can do it. And they say that in, as a positive, which in a it lot of ways, in some ways it can be, but let me tell you, no. Not everybody should be making music. Mm -mm. Not everybody should be making movies. <laughs> not everybody shouldn't be making TV shows. It's just the fact of the matter. And it so, is. And so in a world where you know, social media followership mm -hmm. has started to equate to anticipated success for these projects. People are like, okay, that girl is really big on TikTok. She's the actress in this movie. Right. Like, yo, I've That's seven insane. or eight million, whatever it is, cross channels followers. Uh -huh. If I went to do to go to do a role against some unknown actor who had chops and they were like, oh, we're gonna take Mike and this kid sitting there that has worked his whole life to be in that position, insane. that sucks. It sucks and you can tell and you can see through it. Well, actually I can and you can, but it seems like a lot of people cannot. It's just the world that we live in. And and I mean, it's cool. It's cool. Like I get it. Like, dude, I, I can't talk any sh real shit about social media. It's allowed me to be where I am. You of know course. what I'm saying? It's allowed me to buy a four and a half million dollar house in the hills of Hollywood. It's allowed me to do a lot of really cool shit in my life. I like to believe that I have an innate talent to talk and to I cover. Mean, the, that's like, putting it lightly. And to do this, <laughs> like obviously this is what I was meant to do, mm -hmm. but social media has allowed me to expand and to get there, right? And right. so I can't talk, you know, endless shit about it, but it really has put a lot of fucking dumbass people on the map that like just, that just continue to fold and fuck up the culture that America's, you know, American entertainment has been built on and right. it, it sucks right where, where do you think it's going because it's already so saturated do you think it's just going to continue getting more and more saturated yeah i think and it's just going to keep getting worse and then we're going to be left with what oh you're so dope you have no followers and no one knows who you are that's going to be like the the thing i mean i i feel like in certain circles that's like like there's a lot of circles out there that that social media followers work against you and you know what I'm saying? Like those places still exist. There's a lot of scenes that like people are like, Logan shows up to a place and they're like, yo, we don't want these motherfuckers right. in there. Like this yeah. isn't the vibe we're after. Like that old school yep. shit. It's rarer now because he's, cr he's crushing it in mm -hmm. so many verticals. But back when it was just YouTube followership, that used to happen often. Now he's obviously a combat sports, you know, he's a fighter. He does WWE. <laughs> he's a business person yep. with Prime, obviously. Shout out Prime, the number one hydration drink in the world. Um, and, you know, he is, but, but like, there are places that still gatekeep against that type of, you know, just letting of, anyone with followers course. in, right? Of course. I mean, today, full disclosure, I went to get a Kelly Hermes bag and I was like bartering with them. And I said, 
I'm an influencer. I'm sure you have a bunch of influencers <laughs> that come in here. I'm sure you've like met some that have way more followers, but if I post with the bag, could I get a little bit more of a discount? And they told me to fuck off. I would assume that Hermes would be one of those closed <laughs> circles that I'm describing that doesn't give a fuck about your followers. No, right? that's like the, that is the one place you do not drop that line. No, 100%. But I mean, no shame. I'm going to do whatever I can. Yeah, you and know? you already fucked the bag up. Okay, you guys know Miss B, a.k.a. Celeste. I can't believe you. Fuck you guys. Fuck everyone in this room. Love Please. you, but hate you. I just felt that it was a little bit... It was a gift. I felt it was a little bit big. Why are, why are you doing this to me? We don't have to on talk about show, it. You're... On my show. I traded it in for something that was a little bit more practical. Shoot me, kill me, stab my <laughs> eyes out. I'm the worst ever. It's fine. How do you think I feel? I didn't even know. I didn't even know until you talked about that bag that you were talking to someone. That I'm, like threw my whole vibe off. Mike, do not. You were literally hitting on my mom. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. Your mom is gorgeous. Uh -huh. Your mom is gorgeous. Right. I was I was doing everything in my power last night to curate an evening for you that I thought that you would find <laughs> special. I made sure that they played Nirvana radio at the no, bar that we were at. So you're lying. So you recommended a song and I built off of it and said, start this playlist. And me and you sat and we sang all evening long. And I thought we really were on to something. And then at 2.30 a.m., there was a massive brawl outside the bar that we were at, which you tried to get involved in, which... Ooh, whoa. You I know, just, you just, you just remembered triggered it, my memory. I'm sure. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I remember that <laughs> yes. now. And what was I trying to do? Uh, I so tried to run into There was the like a literal like New York City style like gang battle <laughs> going on. Like I was waiting for somebody to pull out. Uh -huh. And you just walked in and you're like, hey, what are you guys do like doing right now? And I'm like, bro, like they were really going at it. I like they were going nuts, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I want to fucking cry right now. I completely forgot I did that. I was worried. I heard, I heard, <laughs> I heard a girl screaming. As women, we need to stick together. And I didn't know what the situation was. And if I was screaming and something was happening to me, I would want someone to run up. You were see. about to get shanked. Like That's, you were two seconds away from getting Okay, shanked. you know what? Let's follow what Mike would do and you just ignore. What what do they say at the airport? If you see something, say something. I Mike did not. Mike is the opposite. Okay, let's start. Let's talk about that night, okay? Because you mean last night? Last night, because <laughs> we started. Where, where did we start the night? So I where was that gorgeous place you had me meet you at? I please? hadn't been to. How many of your listeners are from New York City? Like a lot. Okay, I hadn't been to Thirteenth Step. In a long time, mm -hmm. you know, it's a NYU college bar. Shout out NYU, shout out 13th Step. Great New York City establishment. I needed a place to meet you. We hung out there for a little bit. Yankees, unfortunately, got s swept. So the vibes last night were completely whack. Um, so we left your, your your mom and her mans or the guy she's hanging out with. Right. Um, came and met us. Yes. And we hung out. And mm -hmm. then we decided we wanted to relocate. And we, we popped around. I couldn't get into one place because I had Adidas pants on. And what did I tell you? Turn I them inside out. I or said, take your pants off. Just put them on inside out. You can like pass it off as slacks and you wouldn't do it. Um, Party pooper. 
so your assumption was exactly what the door guy said, which was that you thought the door guy was a moron, which you <laughs> thought I was going to go back with the inside out version of the pants I had just gotten turned away with. And he was going to be like, mm, this looks about right. Come on in, buddy. <laughs> These look like fucking slacks now. And then your I mom flagged down a, a man who was walking home from fucking work all night and who was, by the way, four foot seven and asked if I can buy his jeans off him. She thought that was a solution. And imagine me standing there like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, what am I doing with my life? All for love. All to try to rom to have a romantic evening with this girl who I've been literally into since the day I did the Impulsive Podcast. Have been trying to get at you for so long. I go out with your parents and you fucked my night up, bro. Mike, That's what happened. Mike, yeah, And then you tried to kill yourself in a gang fight. I, first of all, I was fucking shocked at what just came out of your mouth no way my mom did that oh so you, so you were babysitting essentially no actually we, you know what that doesn't matter what matters is the fact that you are pretending that you've been in love with me since fucking three years ago when i met you i will say this when we did that show the audience knew it and it was and we thought it as well if this was ever going to happen there's the impulsive coat cast and there's a the caller daddy cast Logan and Alex, Mike and Sophia. Right. It was the two blondes, the two brunettes. I hear that. A little bit old, little bit older, little bit for mm -hmm. you, right? Yes. Kind of cracked out on our side, like yeah. a little fucked up, reckless yep. psychopaths, like Mike going to the broom mm -hmm. closet, doing all. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Versus them, like all American, kind of like we love Harry Styles, like that type of right. shit. Right. We have a little edge. Yeah. 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 And I that's feel what that. I was trying to play on to last night. Like I was like hoping like you'll play Nirvana. We were singing that song. No, no. Um, Once teenage, again. Uh, what's it called? Teenage Dirtbag. I'm just a teenage, teenage dirtbag, baby. I, it, it doesn't one, matter. Yeah. But, but the fact is, so what? You were in love with me because people on the internet were like, I stan Mike and Sophia. Um, that's yeah say that at our wedding that would be incredible yeah yeah i just thought it would be good for the community okay you know what i'm saying and like you shouldn't you shouldn't uh walk away from that type of action like that that like it could lead to beautiful things you know what i'm saying right like so more views actually that is a really good point i mean we just shook hands for everybody listening do you want to do the rest of the episode on my lap like be honest i don't because i need something in writing I need something in writing. You want the contract first. No, I swear to God. You, if you promise me right now, you'll blow up my YouTube. I, mean, I don't think I have, I have the, the power to do that. I have the talent, the personality, the face. No, right? 100%. Yeah. I have it all. Yeah. So it wouldn't even be that fucking hard for you. No, I just don't. I don't think I have the power for like sublings right now. Okay, you know what well, I'm saying? Like, well, I, I, if we, here's the thing. If we were in a relationship like an actual relationship, like my my last relationship, right? For example, Lana, right? Rhodes, correct. Mm -hmm. We were we actually did care about each other very much. I, fuck it, I'll just say we were in love, right? Um, <laughs> but but damn, dude, like everybody knows, like relationships on the internet go crazy, and this is so yeah. like. This is not like what a 37 year old person should be saying, or like anyone with any kind of like semblance of a brain that like should even be thinking about how relationship affects Hollywood or Hollywood affects relationship. But like as someone who is so fucking business focused and like number one, my main priority in life is, is, is my career. Okay. 
Okay. No questions asked. No, like, hands down. You know right. what I'm saying? And then number two and, like, basically same level, maybe a little bit higher, actually, is my family. Uh-huh. Because I love my family. When I leave here, I'm going to go see my niece and my mom and my grandma. Yeah. And all that stuff. So I'm a big family guy. Mm-hmm. But um, But I'd be lying if I said that, like, I don't try to, like, blend everything that I do into some sort of play. So basically, like, how do we make this profitable? Yeah. Like, when you go see your niece tonight, you're going to have, like, a camera out. You're going to be, like, thinking work. Normally, Shit. yes. This time, no, because I'm backed up on content right now. But um, <laughs> I shot so much over the past five days. But, like, lately, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting a little bit of a burnout, to be honest with you. I mean. With work. With work, yeah. I mean, we three years ago, me and Lana coming into the city, shooting on a G7X. Oh, yeah. With me and Alex. Yeah. You know, going out throughout the course of the day, like hanging out. That was probably three years ago. And when I tell you, like, I have not missed a week since then of, of my content, which Are- takes a week to shoot, plus a podcast episode where we shoot, you know, week after week after week, plus writing that's a insane. book that's a USA Today bestseller, plus this, plus that. Again, with the promo. Anything else? Buy the want- Fifth Vital on Amazon. <laughs> it's one of the highest rated addiction memoirs in the history of writing what we're saying. Go ahead. That's fucking huge. Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they're staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in which is Taste Salud. Say goodbye to the Sunday Scaries with Taste Salud's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town and we had a night or two on the town and how I felt, honestly, come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taysalud religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salud knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized. I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and strawberry margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. 
That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at Taysalud.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with Taysalud. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. I do want to quickly talk about Lana. I usually go take the super high road. I'll try to be a little bit more open about it. Mm -hmm. But we had a reached a toxic phase of the relationship. As everybody now knows, Lana or Amara was in a rush to start a family, Mm. to have a family life, to have a home together. As you can tell, that is not my intention. I am a wild man. I don't know that I will ever do that, to be completely honest with you. It's just not in my fucking line right now. I'm I'm a psychopath. I go Mm -hmm. out, I hang out with you till four in the morning. I'd been in Miami all day yesterday, the night before in Toledo, Ohio, the night before that in Orlando, the night before that in LA. I am a lunatic. And so it's very hard for me and it's even harder for a girl to be involved in this type of lifestyle. We had a bunch of differences that reached boiling points and we had to step away from each other. And, you know, like, like, do I have to say who broke up with who? I'm pretty sure people know how that all went down. I don't have to repeat it. Okay. Um, And now she has a child. How did that make you feel? Because it was like, Pretty soon after the breakup, She called me after we broke up and said... I'm having a baby? No, she said, fuck that. I'm just going to be honest. She had done the, do you want to cuddle? Do you want to get back together? I'm in love with you. Let's get back together a million fucking times. Mm -hmm. And I said, yo, this is never going to fucking work. This is a toxic relationship. We're not good for each other. Maybe in the future, whatever. Whatever I had to say. We can come over and we can hook up. We stopped. We had reached the end of the real toxic fucking phase to a point where we had to stop doing it. We had to because it was just leading to horrible things. Mm -hmm. Because I'd have sex, we'd have sex, she'd come over, look in the garbage can, use condoms. You know what I'm saying? Like, I told you you could get ahead, but not to fuck anybody. What the fuck are these? Now we're fighting again. Right? Right. Disastrous. That's not how you have a relationship with someone. Yo, you can get head whenever you want, but don't fuck anybody. That's not a relationship. Yeah. Like, stop. Right? Yes. Like, I yes. knew it was over. Uh-huh. So she had called me before she uh, went on this trip one time mm-hmm. and was like, yo, I've been talking to this guy, XYZ. I'm not going to say his name. I still haven't. And I, I never will. I won't mm-hmm. be the person to expose it. But she was like, I'm going to have sex with him. And I, I'm giving you, basically, like, I'm giving you one last chance to say, like, <laughs> Yo, baby, I want you. I want to yeah. be with you forever. And my response was, P- 
please fuck him. Like I said, because it will help you. And this is after me, like I had already, you know, been back doing my shit. And I was like, I really want you to go find happiness. And she doesn't, the thing that's like, like people don't understand about her because they, if people don't know her, they just know the persona of her is that girl doesn't fuck. She's, no, she I, is, I could tell when I met her. She is the most reserved person when right. it comes to real life. Right. Porn is obviously all fake. I'll be completely honest right now. I don't think I'd anticipating her hitting me up soon thereafter <laughs> being like, yo, I'm having a kid now. <laughs> so that was a bit of a shock to the system. But at the same time, like I was just like, yo, like so be it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. like, I think I was in Dubai or something when she told me. Okay. And she, that girl wanted a kid so bad. Really? Like she wanted a kid. She was pregnant in the past and had a miscarriage and she was, you know, mm. had a nursery and was yeah. so excited. And I knew I wasn't going to be the guy to give it to her. Yeah. And so like, yo, God bless, like go have that child. I, I've hung out with the kid. He's adorable. Like they, she, she, you know, she's super happy with him, and I'm super happy for her. And there's no resentment. There's no any kind of issue whatsoever. She's living her life. I'm living my life. We still talk. I love good. that. I, I met her, and she was really, really sweet, drop dead gorgeous. That's cool that you guys are like that. It's hard for most people. That scenario won't work, especially yes. when there's like pent up love from one party still because they're going to constantly like try to drive the two back together. Right. And, um, but like I showed you text messages last night, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the, you know, the vibe Mm -hmm. of the scenario, you know what I'm saying? So on, so like we have to keep, you know, I, I have to maintain a little bit of a distance. Yeah. But like I do check in on her and she's, she's doing great. Yeah. Good, good on you for like being, you know real with her and like up front because you know so many people lie in a relationship because they just like want to keep fucking or they just like don't want to break up but she so lana used to do porn forever ago my question is did that ever bother you you know honestly like i've been such a and i've talked about this a million times so just like touch on it quickly because i'm sure people probably heard this before but I, I've been such a proponent for equal treatment of these girls. Like girls, girls do these kind of things for so many reasons. Some of them love it. Some of them are, are sucked into it by no pun intended by, um, <laughs> by, you know, people that they, they thought were people they trusted and people they liked. Some people, some of these girls start as strippers and are, are driven to do further. And then it, it turns into this thing. There's dependencies, there's addictions, there's substance abuse, there's mental illness. There are so many factors that go into why women work in the adult space. And so for anybody to judge a person based simply on their work as in that profession or in that industry is so fucking flawed and foolish. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we exist in this industry uh, uh, or in a society now where people love to pass judgment. Yeah. I, I obviously as, as a person in the spotlight, like I have people pass judgment about me all the time mm-hmm. and, and, and there's a lot of misunderstandings and a lot of miscommunications. That's just part of the game. Right. Right. But like, there's just so much that goes on inside a person's psyche of any industry, of any walk of life, that when you see them on camera, you're just simply not going to understand. Right. You're not going to be able to understand the nuances of why people do what they do. And so people need to spend a lot less time judging other people that they don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Just because you watch someone on a screen for fucking five minutes or for a lot of guys watching this, you've probably watched Lana for five seconds at a time, I'm sure, <laughs> before you click it off. But like, you don't know these people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I I personally, me, have tried to put my authentic self out there for so long that people kind of do 
know me. Yeah. I feel like people, I mean, if you read my book, you know every intimate detail of my life. Right. You know about me smoking crack while my grandfather was dying of, of you know, like de- of dementia and Parkinson's disease. Mm-hmm. You know that I tried heroin one, one time. I tried shooting heroin one time and I'd sniff the rest of the time. Like, you know all these intimate details and I talk very openly about my struggles, right? Yeah. But for the majority of people, like they don't share all that shit. So it's just unfair to like, to just judge people based on that. Lana was, right. Amara was one of the sweetest girls. Mm-hmm. One of the sweetest fucking girls. We just, we just didn't, we just didn't mesh. We didn't vibe. She liked making things out of clay and puzzles. <laughs> I, was, I was like, where the fuck are you going And like, this? and like dressing up. And coloring. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And like, she likes reading and I'm a, I like being out. I'm an extrovert. Here, mm. Here's the thing. Some so people. So we would never work, but continue. We were working last night, homie. You were, we were <laughs> fucking crushing it last night. We were singing the songs. You looked like an extrovert last night. That's true, but continue what you were saying. Um, <laughs> I was, I was just saying we just, we just like, um, oh, oh, some people charge up off being in out there, and mm-hmm. some people charge up off being at home next to a lava lamp. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you, when those two people, especially people that really drastically do not like the other side and the other approach, Mm -hmm. it's sometimes hard to make that work. Yeah. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. I want to pull up my notes that I took last night. I woke up this morning and looked at my notes, right, in my iPhone. 
And I am going to fucking read them right now. I like copied and pasted them. Insane. And I need you to tell me what the fuck. Okay. This is how the note starts. Dash pull up. Took condom off and came on her. Yeah, that was supposed to be pull out. Pull out. Okay. You just couldn't type because you were Okay, blackout. okay, got it. <laughs> Don't want to make girls feel bad after blocking on their face. I'm assuming that meant coming. You probably misspelled again, yes. Once again, then it says butthole. Then it says Mike would make a good boyfriend. That's what you, you wrote that. You wrote that. Okay. Wait, you just randomly wrote that? I don't know. Maybe there is something. Wait, is this happening? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess. Holy shit. Because I didn't say that, obviously. Oh, wait, 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 though. Actually, the very last thing in the note says doesn't eat pussy. Oh, so there's hell no. There's no way we're gonna date no way let me let me explain this really quick your notes mm -mm. are a blind person's notes and a deaf person as well the notes you took out of the words that came out of my mouth are so fucking wrong <laughs> let me rephrase everything go, the first one we were it. talking about was a sexual escapade that i had in miami this past weekend okay from which I still have cum on my shirt. But that's you can incredible. Zoom in on, I thought you were going to say you have like chlamydia. <laughs> no, or something. because I'm running low on clothes. No, no okay. I wore a fucking condom, which was the condom we talked about pulling off. And you were like, oh, do you usually come inside a girl when you wear a condom? And I said, no, I pull the condom off and then just. Which is wild. It's just smart because, or it's not smart, but it's like. <laughs> it's smart. No, because. It's the smart thing to do. Guys suck at pulling out, first mm -hmm. of all. Like most guys are just become morons like as soon as they approach that right. phase which probably oh my god i was gonna say which is probably how the last <laughs> child we were talking about became <laughs> but anyways that's fine Maybe. but like that's how a lot of kids are born right yes. like like oh he was a mistake the mistake was the dude has a weak pullout game yeah my pullout game is crazy i'm okay. out i'm out 10 pumps early and okay. i'm sitting there just like a psychopath you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying or just getting head to finish right uh-huh so if i wear a condom and I know I'm about to come in like the next 30 seconds. I'm going to stand up, you know, yank the girl around, <laughs> take the condom off. And then, and then because it's, you know, in like those animalistic settings, that's the kind of shit yes, that's going on. That's right? fair. Valid. So that's what we talked about in that, in that circumstance. And I know I could see you. I could visualize you right na uh -huh. now telling a guy to choke you. Are you I hard right now? I'm not. Okay. You can test if you want, but I'm not. Okay. Listen to me. Uh -huh. Kind of now that you asked. Okay. But listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. I can totally see you telling a guy, like, pull my fucking hair. Choke me. Yeah. You guys are crazy. It's never the fucking dude occasionally. Okay. But, like, I'm not. I'm, I'm a sensual lover. You asked me last night what my favorite position was. I'm sorry. Mike, do you say you are a sensual lover? If you're going to go back to you're not eating pussy part, I'm going to get angry. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that you make sure to take the condom off of your penis just so you can splooge on the girl. What is sensual about that? I don't Why think can't there's you anything... save her makeup and come in the fucking condom? I don't think there's anything more sensual than the contact of bodily fluids to face. I think that's as sensual as it gets. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't know. I just feel like that's like the coup d'etat. Like just, a... just tell me why you take the condom off at the end. Uh, because... I... This is like For this her is like a fet care? no yeah it's like a protein thing. This is like a fetish. You're fetishizing. You're fetish shaming me right now. I'm not. I'm you're not. kink shaming me. But don't try to call this shit sensual. No, no, not that part. Okay. That's just okay. That part's for me. Okay, fine. Okay, deal. but but let me say that part's for me. Mm -hmm. But as far you asked me what my favorite position was last night, I love missionary sex. 
I, it gives me a me lot too. of it get, really. Mm-hmm. I didn't. That's amazing. So that's great for us. Too. I mean, check, check, check. Okay, so backing up to <laughs> two inches here, mm-hmm. which is all I have to work with, obviously. <laughs> no, backing up two inches. Women are not like, dude. Guys watch porn, mm-hmm. right? And they they. I start, mean, I watch porn, but they start to get this assumption that. When I finally have sex, or like the next girl I hook up with, I'm gonna throw her over the fucking counter. I'm gonna pull right. her hair and fuck her doggy, t- throw doggy her off style until she comes, then launch her lifeless corpse into <laughs> yeah. a vat of acid. Right, because right. that's what girls want. Girls don't. Girls, there are some girls that want that. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But like girls like to feel psychologically attached and appreciated and comforted and secure in a sexual atmosphere especially Huge in part of sex. especially in somewhat random encounters like mm-hmm. where like like you have to learn how to make a girl feel appreciated and and loved in even in those casual encounters where you don't have that psycho psychological or emotional um uh, uh connection right because right. you just met them three hours ago at fucking live or, right. or whatever right or at swan and whatever <laughs> so so the the missionary position gives me the ability to to be very fluid and it's very a versatile position because mm-hmm. i believe that like cradling a girl's head during sex Ooh, I, I like that it, right like and, and 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 it also gives me access to their neck which obviously is just for guys that know is game over like that's where you should be spending a lot of fucking time what the fuck does that mean well do not like when a girl uh, when a guy licks your neck Kisses I mean, your neck. Yeah. But, but it's not like game over. I, th- should I, I think came. it's a pretty sure okay, shot. Well, you just, the way you explain it, you're like, cradle her head, then the neck, and fucking, <laughs> it's game over. You get I'm a like, shovel. What kind of game over? Like, damn. You're just going the opposite direction with what I'm saying. No, but I get you now. Okay. I hear you. And then also, like, you have access to, like, the lower extremities as well. So you could prop a leg up. You can obviously use both hands if you want to hit. Uh, the clit, like mm-hmm. whatever. So there's just you have a lot of options, right? You know how to have sex, I can tell. By I this like combo. to imagine so, right? Yeah. I mean, I am also 37, and mm-hmm. I've, it's a, a huge part of my life. And I think, I think you know, like that, the idea of being good in bed scares a lot of guys. And I think it's just really? something that, of course, guys, a lot of guys go into sexual encounters feeling less than, and it's partially on you guys to do what is possible to make both people need to be doing what they both can do to make the opposite party feel comfortable in the bedroom. Right. And and so like, if you're a guy listening to this, you need to figure out what the fuck that means. And there's a lot of things that go into that. There's a lot of things that go into lighting. There's a lot of things that go into music. There's a lot of things that go yeah. into just the way you talk to a girl before and more importantly, after a sexual encounter. Damn. This is what we talked about last night with me not wanting to make girls feel bad, which you wrote in your notes. There's just certain things you don't do. Like, like there's guys out there who think it's cool to like come and then smack a girl's ass. Good job, champ. And like send them out the fucking door. Like <laughs> throw are, the rag, throw the rag at her. I'm, do you want to know what I do? What? I bring a hot towel back. And you wipe it personally. For her. Yes, wipe I said it off. personally, like a fucking chauffeur's. <laughs> I imagine you walking out. You know what? Like when you're at a restaurant and yeah. the waiter has the rag yes. over their arm. Like that's how you walk. I do, out. and I, I have this thing where like I'll just be like, "Fuck, this is so weird." What? Sometimes I'm like, "Clean up aisle seven and like a oh, 
<laughs> well, because I like to add comedy into it. No, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To make her feel comfortable. Because yeah. it is a very vulnerable, weird feeling when you're fucking laying there covered in cum and you, you don't want to stand up because then it's dripping and it's like, I'm a little bit helpless right now. Do you understand? I mean, we could do the show. We have to do another show for we like six to. hours because what you're describing right now is the most vulnerable stage of a female's existence in the bedroom, yeah. especially in the casual encounters department and also a place where a lot of women make big mistakes. Um, unfortunately, like you have to become an oil painting that's drying in that moment. I have had girls who have, you know, like if you come on a girl's stomach or on her ass, whatever it is, ba basically in that scenario, girls, Gravity is the only thing you should be concerned about. If the cum is on your ass, the ass stays facing up. If the okay, cum so is on your stomach, move around. don't move. Okay. I will be back in one minute. I, I say this, yo, I'll be back in one minute. All you have to do is stay here. And I'll say that while I'm already on the way to get a hot towel and another towel to dry after. Like I okay. have this shit down, right? right? Just fucking stay there. I've, I've come back and had girls burritoing into the fucking down comforter no burritoing into the down comforter i'm like I i've literally stopped in my tracks like this and just said to them why <laughs> why are you doing that right now you just I got cold <laughs> you got you are covered in nut right now There's and now no my way. bed is loaded with cream filling you have turned my bed into a yodel there's no like fucking a ho -ho way. cupcake. So there's girls who think it's okay, like to just chill in it, to not take care of it whatsoever. Well, those girls exist That's too. And not not the blanket um, divers, mm -hmm. but there are a, a, a bunch of girls out there who like are yanking on your hips for you to not pull out because they want to get nutted in and sit and just let it stew. Like that's a big thing. Like you like tell me really quickly. You've definitely been in a relationship mm -hmm. recently. I know that and have been in a couple, right? Where like you probably like l like there's really no more signal of romantic like uh togetherness than finishing inside a girl. Yes, right? what about it. So like so like th there's something to be said about girls who enjoy that. But if it's on you, like, I just don't understand why you have to turn the bed into a fucking freak show, a crime scene. I've never heard of a girl doing that in my entire life. If I wanted to take care of it, I would put my hand underneath it. Correct. You know, kind of scoop it up, yeah, go to yeah. the bathroom, take yeah. care of it. Yeah. I've never heard of this. I, Mike, I wish we could fucking talk for seven more hours. Actually, we are going to before you go back to LA. I haven't told you yet, but you are. Uh, we need to wrap this up. We'll talk about you hating uh, vagina. Oh, can I say one more thing? Hating, no, 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 no. It. No, you are not. You're not leaving <laughs> me on that. That sorry. That is one place I will you not love leave it. this episode. Okay, you love eating it. I told you that I don't eat random pussy. Okay. That is what I told you. Okay. And 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 honestly, like, just I'll make this really quick. It's actually fucked up because there is this like strange belief set that it's almost expected for this hook girl that you're hooking up with from a bar or a club or whatever to suck your dick. But it's so strange for a guy to just be eating like pussy on like a one night stand. Okay, you're living on Saturn and I'm living on Earth because I feel the exact opposite. I expect that someone's going to eat me out. Giving a guy a blowjob that I just met, absolutely not. I'm also, just so you know, 
a I'm, good guy. I'm getting no, I'm getting well, no, <laughs> that's a good guy. That is true. But I'm getting out of that phase too. This is okay. all just from like past. Would you eat me out? hundred percent right now. Okay. Like Amazing. literally right now. Amazing. Okay. But I know you though. You know what I'm saying? Like I absolutely know you like pretty intimately. Right. You met my mom. I met your it's mom. Like, like we're working in reverse. We should have done that before I met your right, mom. Right. <laughs> right. All right. Well, guys, for everyone listening, I will let you know. I will update you on what Mike and I do right now. Mike, where can they find you? Your book? Hey, Big Mike Instagram. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. It's all on the internet. <laughs> Buy the fifth vital on Amazon. Yeah, that's the best thing I ever did. We didn't talk about addiction. We didn't talk about mental health. I know I wanted to, but... We'll talk about it next time. Buy the fifth vital on Amazon. And and, and more so, uh, please watch me on Impulsive. Those are the two things. Fifth yes. vital Amazon, watch me on Impulsive, and subscribe to Impulsive. We have a great show. We talk to a lot of great guests. Um, you mm -hmm. know, And it's a ton of fun, and I love you. And I, I really do hope that we can... Um, Continue the conversation and date slash maybe get married Correct. we don't know yes and you guys know where to find me sophie with an f franklin with a y on tiktok i just fucking got verified and there's no longer a zero at the end of my name okay <laughs> so i'm making fucking big ass moves okay <laughs> you are i'm proud of you, thank you so much i will talk to you guys next week bye